Hey guys, as most of you know, we are in Ireland currently, so we do not have a episode for you this week. However, we wanted to share with you an interview that we did with David Patterson from Yes Catholic. Go check him out, uh, yes.catholic on Instagram, or you can uh, type in Yes Catholic on all of your podcast players. You, you can find him there. He interviews uh, people who have said yes to Christ and their story. Uh, because we interviewed with him, we told uh, the story of us uh, starting the Catholic radio station here in Tulsa. So for those of you who don't know, David and I started a Catholic radio station, and we tell the story here on Yes Catholic. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the episode. Cheers. Welcome to Yes Catholic, the place where real people share their real stories and realize it is all God's grace on the move. I'm your host, David Patterson, and every week we hear a new guest share their story of how they came to give their yes to Jesus and his church. So let's get started. Super excited for you to take the time to share your story tonight. Yeah, no, thanks for inviting us. It's awesome. Very cool. Well, for those who don't know, you want to share a little bit about yourself before we dive into the rapid fire. All right, well. You go. No, oh, no. Age Before Beauty? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that'll work. Uh, nice. yeah, so uh, my name is Adam Minahan. Uh, I am the communications director for the Diocese of Tulsa in eastern Oklahoma. Okay. I have a beautiful wife, Haley. Uh, we were married in 2012. We have four kids and one on the way. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, high five. Very nice. Yep. Um, and then we do. We have the Catholic radio station. We have the Catholic Man Show. That's good. Yeah. Like many things. Uh, I'm David Niles. My I'm married to a beautiful wife, Pamela. We yeah. just our, our fifth was just born last week. So oh, busy time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like life is good. You know what I mean? It is so good. It's, yeah. It's awesome. Um, just excited to be here. Like, yeah, we love Catholic radio. We love, yeah. uh, we love Jesus mostly. Big fan, big like, fan, totally. Big fan. Well, we're gonna hear about that pretty soon, anyways. We're gonna get to know you guys with the the rapid fire icebreaker cha- challenge. Maybe we'll just kind of do every other as far as questions, just to kind of keep it fresh, and then we'll uh, we'll get to share your story. All right. Cool. Go to order at a coffee shop. Uh, mine would be espresso or, or black coffee. That's that's. Yeah. About- we have an espresso machine at our house and that has ruined me uh, for any, like anywhere at a coffee shop. Cause it's just straight octane right from the house. So there you go. Yeah. And especially newborns. I mean, espresso definitely, definitely helps. So time to, like sip on coffee leisurely. Nobody, I just need the caffeine, get it in me. Let's move on. Right. All right, David coffee, Americana, Americana. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking coffee, dad life. It's, it's going to happen. It, you know why the only reason I order that is because it's like, look, I don't know. I just want a coffee. And <laughs> I feel like if you just go up to, if you're in a coffee shop and you say like, I'd like a coffee, please. They give you this weird look like you're an idiot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've definitely been there. They're like, so you want grande or. Yeah. Like, that with room. And it's like, look, if you don't give me a coffee, we're going to have problems. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so if you order an Americana, they think like, all right, well, at least he has something, you know. And so it's it's like a cheater's way of ordering coffee. I just want coffee. Very true. Well, you got people in the chat right now who are like Americano all the way. So you got some you got some fans there, anyways. Like it is good. Yeah, exactly. Okay, describe yourself as a kid in three words. Uh, I was obedient and a people pleaser. Oh, that is three words. Well um, done. Uh, hyperactive <laughs> class clown that's four words but that's okay 
Hyperactive. Oh, maybe hyphen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well done. I guess fun, man. Okay. Go to short prayer. Uh, show me the way. Um, I like the uh, Fatima prayer. Oh, oh my, my Jesus. Jesus. Forgive us our sins. Like everything is in that prayer. Like everything that I want, like to get us all to heaven. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. Uh, go to hobby. Favorite hobby. Oh man. My, like, when I get older, it's definitely going to be woodworking. I love woodworking. I, I, nice. I just don't have the time right now, but woodworking is, is definitely one. Currently, okay. raising children. Uh, <laughs> I, before I adopted that as my, I had other hobbies like sailing, um, playing chess. Wow. We like chess. Yeah, we do play chess. Yeah. That's, isn't that just like, that's kind of like a prereq for being a man, though. Maybe. Like, Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Okay, if you could have coffee with any saints, who would it be? Uh, Saint Peter, um, uh, Saint uh, the Divine Mercy uh, chick. What's uh, her name? Faustina. Faustina. Thank you. I mean, she's only one of my favorites. So, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Uh, mine would be the Blessed Virgin Mary. Obviously. Wait, are we allowed? I, th- I thought obviously. it was like, kind of like... It's guaranteed. Okay, I mean, that's like, is what that's you always Obviously, yeah. aside from that, you know, right. her. And then uh, Aquinas and then Louis, Louis de Montfort. That would... that would You almost seem like, uh, like at a pub for that. I don't know yeah. if coffee or... I don't know. Coffee, yeah. It would work. Like, wouldn't it be awesome to be like, Louis de Montfort, listen, dude, why did everybody hate you so much? Like, why were you... <laughs> Like everybody hated you, uh, and but you were an epic saint. I would like to know what his thoughts are there. Me too. Yeah, maybe, maybe he, humility would come into the conversation. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay, last one. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Both of you gonna answer. Why mosquitoes? Yeah, why? that is a good one, bro. Like, why? I went for we- a late night with my family. I, I, I'm with I, you up here in Canada. It's terrible. Yeah. I would also want to know about the, know. the pyramids. I, I like the pyramids. I would be like, how do they do it? How, like, what, what did they do? I want to know. Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal with? What's the deal with Stonehenge? Yeah. What's the deal with all the ancient civilizations, man? Yeah. What happened here? Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> are aliens real? Did they really, like... Aliens would be interesting. You know, have you ever Oh, watched- this live is going to different trends. <laughs> have you watched watch the show Ancient Aliens? Okay, like, I used to watch that show, not because, like, I believed in aliens per se. It was just fantastic television. <laughs> it was entertaining. <laughs> right, but there were some episodes where you're like, oh, well, that's the problem, isn't it? That is perfect. <laughs> it seems to me like you guys watch the exact same shows that I watch. It's- <laughs> Oh man, must be dad life or something. I don't know. Yeah. But even you, you see like on Facebook, random ancient civilization facts come up. Maybe it's because of the videos I'm watching. I don't know. But yeah, it's, probably, uh, they got you. It's interesting. I think they got me. They're listening or something. It's weird. Yes. <laughs> well, you flew through the rapid fire. I'm going to kick it off with an opening prayer and then we'll get to share a story. Okay. Cool. All right. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, uh, I just thank you so much for the Catholic Man Show. Thank you for Adam. I thank you for David. Lord, I just pray that you, you send your Holy Spirit uh, to be with us tonight. Lord, I thank you for everyone who is tuning in. Just pray that you would give us the courage to open wide the doors of our heart to you. 
that we would say yes, that we give you permission every single day of our lives. Lord, I just ask that everything we discussed tonight would just give you glory. And we make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. St. Joseph, pray, pray for, for us. us. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, boys. Let's dive right in. Let's do it. Let's go. Where's okay. the story begin? So David and I, we have a, uh, what, we, what we thought, we used to think this was a very uh, average story. This is not like, this is very, very normal. And then we started talking about it and we realized it's not. Um, unfortunately. So David and I have been best friends since we were five years old. Uh, we grew up together. We've been, we went to the same, we've been going to the same parish since we were baptized there. Wow. Uh, Our family grew up together. My dad and his dad are best friends. Uh, we went to the same kindergarten together. We went to high school together. Um, we lived together right out of, right out of college. We, We moved back into Tulsa, uh, cause we were like, Hey, I don't have money. You don't have money. We got to we got to make rent somehow. You want to you know live together? Yeah. Uh, we did that, uh, and then that kind of evolved into some some of the things we'll get into later on tonight. Uh, but then, like now, we live across the street from each other. Uh, wow! And so our kids are now growing up together, which is really awesome. Like uh, you know, you're you're dead. Like you know, uh, one of the best gifts that you can give your children is good holy friends, like good friends oh, yeah. to be around. Yep. And so that's just such a blessing um, in our lives that that we've been able to be best friends for as long as we have. Um, I'm actually currently looking for new friends. So if you know, anybody, uh, I, I, you know, I'm open to it. Um, but no, we've, we've been best friends for, for so long and it's been such a gift and, and, and blessing. And obviously now uh, our kids get to be good friends. And um, so we get to pass that on, which we're appreciative. Again, Very cool. that's just kind of like what normal people do, right? Is like, you, you just have, friends and you grew up together and that's just kind of what happens but no one and having your best friend live across the street from you i mean well, hey. that, that part is a little uh, that part as well but but you know you, I, I just thought you know people just had friends and you stay there but uh you know the uh the benedictines have a, a vow of stability they make a, a chastity poverty um obedience and then stability mm. um it's the fourth one um and i think they ha- they got something right there uh you, you know i think that in this world where we're, we're constantly moving we're constantly uprooting our our, our families and, and moving across countries or, or states um there's something about and i haven't really like fleshed this whole thing out but there's something about stability in the family and, and being in one spot that is a blessing now obviously you can't mm. always do that but you know we call he was called jesus of nazareth you know, he was like of, of a specific sp- place, um, you know, and yeah. so I, I don't know. I, like, I just think that it's a blessing if you can to, to, to put your roots down and that helps you develop traditions in the family that helps you develop traditions in your community, mm-hmm. uh, grow in your parish life. Um, there's just a lot of blessings there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to be known and to know other, you know, so like the longer you're in a place, the more a part of that place you become. Yeah, de- definitely. It's, it's really funny if you do like, st- if you go back and study, you know, just life in cities, uh, it's really the interstate highway is what ruined like town life, right? You know, uh, up until that point, if you needed to a blacksmith, you would go to the local blacksmith. Right. If you needed uh, fill in the blank, you would go to the local fill in the blank. And so, you know, once interstate highways came along where it was easy to travel between towns, mm-hmm. all people started 
leaving the town to do things. I mean, it's like, it's just, I mean, that's just the way it is. You know, we, there's, you can't unscramble eggs. We're not going backwards. Um, but it's, it's just as kind of like a study in, you know, like human sociology. It's interesting, but yeah, Yeah. sorry. Um, really a lot of it is very similar, which I know is like really not surprising because we were hanging out together a lot. (laughs) But we both grew up in very Catholic homes, um, like practiced the faith as young children, as you know, like young men. Adam thought he was going to be a priest when he was younger. Mm -hmm. Um, I never did. (laughs) At what what age were you kind of thinking that? Like seven or like later on kind of Uh, thing? Dad has a card uh, from a vo- the vocations office that I filled out when I was uh, 11 and three quarters. Okay. Uh, that's what I put on the card. You know, they, it, they ask for your name and your age and all this stuff. And I was uh, 11 and three quarters. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, you know, but we, we grew up um, in the faith. And yeah. I, both of us in high school kind of went through the same arc. It's just a very common arc uh, that, we kind of fell away from the faith. It's not that we became anything else, right? It's more in college than high school. That's Oh yeah. College. Um, yeah. yeah, actually in college, I struggled to live the faith, but I, I was actually like really practicing and trying, even though like I went to confession a lot, right? In high school. In mm-hmm. high, but in college, that's when we both kind of fell away from the faith, from the faith, mostly, mostly because of apathy, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, that we became anything else. Just kind of was like, well, I'll come back to that later. Uh, right. Which I think a lot of people can relate to being raised Catholic. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, it's a dangerous game to play. Yeah. I don't advise it. Nope. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. And so what happened was when we, when we got out of college and I said, like I said, we moved in together. Uh, it was then when we discovered kind of Catholic radio, we, we, we discovered uh, listening to Catholic radio on our, on our commutes. And it, became more of a realization that no, 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 the Catholic church has the truth and the truth is not only something that we come to the realization, but the truth is a person. It's our Mm -hmm. Lord savior. And so then it became like, no, 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 we're not just Catholic. Like this is who we are. Like I'm not just Catholic, but I am Catholic in my DNA. Like, uh, you know, I, I, like that is who I am. I'm a son of God. And then, so then it got us excited uh, and we started, you know, learning more about our faith and it became, you know, kind of intoxicating where you, you start learning more and more and more. And you want to, yeah. you know, you're just like from drinking from a water uh, hydrant, you know, you're just like trying to, you know, consume as much as you can. And then yeah. we together, right. Then we would like, because we were living together, be like, hey, did you know that St. Augustine said this? And, you know, and oh, what about Aquinas? You know, we were just like kind of going back and forth from uh from listening to Catholic radio a lot, a lot of like Dave and I joke, we, we say we actually got a degree in Catholic answers, answers live, you know, cause we oh, were, I, was just, I was just about to ask you, was it Catholic answers that you were listening to? Yeah. 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 I mean, mainly we were listening to Catholic answers, um, you know, every day. Nice. Um, yeah. I love that show. Honestly, I, 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 when I did my master's, I was actually commuting like three hours a day doing a sales job. And I was listening to Catholic answers that entire time. And I swear like the amount of stuff I learned from that show alone, yeah, you know how you know it's like where did pur- pur- purgatory come from the bible like where is that in the bible it's like you you know the answer to that but if you listen to it four different times from four different perspectives and you get oh yeah four different answers where or, it's like or 40 different times yeah yeah yeah, then you're yeah. Like, oh, i can use this i can you know if, if they're yeah. asking this 
part of the question. I can I can apply it here. Um, it, you know, it's just it's such a great, it's such a benefit, it's such a a blessing to to the community. But yeah. So then we were like minding our own business. Dave, I'll let you tell this part. Okay. So yeah, at this point, Adam and I have moved out uh, because Haley was pregnant. Adam's wife was, you know, they were getting ready to have a baby. So I mm -hmm. kind of hint like, all right, I'll get my own place, you know. <laughs> um, but I was okay. Right? Yeah. So selfish <laughs> of me. Very, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> but because yeah. honestly, I was here first. <laughs> uh, but we were over there hanging out, or I was over there hanging out, and I get this email from a guy that I talked to once before, um, but it's the weirdest email I've ever received. I will definitely never, uh, I'm, you know, I don't think I'll ever receive a weirder email. It just said, it said, Dave, I have a crazy idea for a new radio station in Broken Arrow, but you have to call me tonight if we're going to pull this off. Jeff. And I was showing okay. it. All right. Well, that's uh, kind of strange. Um, I'm not sure what he wants, but I'm sure it's money. And the thing about me, certainly at the time, I don't have any money. Okay. So I'm not going to call him back. And Adam said, like, just call him. He was very insistent. Just call him. See what he wants, which is against my nature. I don't like to. <laughs> I don't like to do that. But he made me call him. And then. I was talking to Jeff and he said, going into the stuff about the FCC, there's this window open to apply for new radio stations and in your area. And if you do it, they'll help us. And then like, we both kind of blacked out. And when we woke up, we had a radio station. Wait, 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 what? Back <laughs> up, back up, back up. <laughs> Feels that way. We didn't actually black out, but um, like really everything happened. Very so did the Holy Spirit take over at that moment? Right. Like Basically. No. Okay. That night, because we talked to some guy on the phone, we went and incorporated ourselves online and started like filling out this application. And yeah, so the deadline was coming up. FCC opened up the window. Okay. The deadline was coming up that night at midnight. We were basically the last people. This guy was called this last ditch effort to try to get Catholic radio in Tulsa. Literally. No, he said, wow. like, if it didn't work, call He was me. just looking for a couple idiots that would actually say yes. And he found them. Found them. Uh, and <laughs> what we had to do is we had to incorporate ourselves, and then you had to apply through the FCC. Uh, they have this whole legal application that you have to go through. We're not lawyers. Part mm. of it is is that you have to uh, you have to answer all these questions in the applications correctly, and if you don't, the application gets thrown out. Wow. And so here we are at you know you know, 1030 at night trying to fill out this, this legal jargon, basically. And we're like, I don't know, A, B, B, C, D, A, B, you know, I, you know we were just kind of guessing almost at some of it. Sounds uh, like college exams a little bit. Exactly. It's like, yeah, this worked out, you know, in college, maybe this will work out here. So yeah. it gets to 1145. We have to submit it. The deadline is, is midnight. We get on the FCC website. The FCC website crashes. There's too many people. The FCC website crashes, and so they, they extend the deadline a couple days uh, because of that. This gives us an opportunity to actually get to a lawyer to fill out the application correct because, shocker, we didn't fill it out correctly. We didn't answer the questions right, you know. Right. Uh, so if we would have submitted it, we would have been, it would have been rejected. Um, wow. so, it gives, so it gives us an opportunity to get to the lawyer. Uh, we, we have him, you know, fill it out correctly. We submit it. Then they say, 
uh, after you know a few weeks, they get back to us and say, we have given you the rights to the radio station, which is awesome, right? We yeah. were like, walking around being like, and this is what, we were 25, I don't know, about 25 years old. We were like walking around and be like, yeah, we have a radio station. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? Well, what, what, what's the frequency? And it's like, well. I mean, you can't listen. I, you can't listen to it. I mean, it's not. Not awesome. yet. <laughs> but trust me. But trust me. Got we one. got one. And so um, we're going, we're trying. We realized, okay, the, the thing is, you have to be on air in the first three years of getting the rights to it. Okay. So we have to, you have to basically raise the money and be on air within those first three years. And uh, we were thinking like, I don't know, we're just, couple, we don't raise money for a living. We don't know, we don't know anybody that, that is rich or anything like that that would help us. Yeah. Um, so we just asked a priest here in the diocese and asked him, hey, can we just like pitch this idea to your parish and see what they say? And he's like, yeah, sure. Come on. Wow. Dude, we raised the money in one weekend. What? More than we were yeah, more than more, we needed. more yeah. than we needed one weekend in a diocese or a parish like you're one parish. just one parish what yeah and so within like nine months of that holy spirit moving yeah right there we have a catholic radio station on air in tulsa which i mean was, even even the system crashing i think the fact that you guys answered it all wrong i'm like okay like who was right i don't know man yeah i mean it's 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 a wild i mean you can't not see God in all, in all this, right? Oh, so yeah. It, it gives us a, a sense of good. Even though we don't know what we're doing, it's clear he wants this. Yes. yes. So, um, you know, that gives us a sense of comfort. Wow. Uh, so anyway, that's kind of like the, the, the small, the, the short story of how we accidentally started a radio station. Now we, we've grown it. Um, yeah. uh, it's, it reaches over a million people, potential of reaching over a million people every day. Uh, we we just last year bought the radio station outright, so we own okay. it. Beautiful because it it solidifies Catholic radio in the in Tulsa area for generations, right? So like from now on, there we will have Catholic radio. Wow, uh, which is just beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's parts of the story that's that, that's been that was tough, right? Like we didn't know what we were doing. Um, you know, we we felt inadequate. We felt like we know, you know, should we even be doing this? Um, but the Lord really has shown uh, that that He has His hand in this, and and that so He's He's allowed it to continue, and and, and praise God for it. Oh yeah, it's so clear, man, one hundred percent. And it's so funny too because last week, so I was on, the, so I work at a high school uh, as a chaplaincy leader full time, and I talked to like we have twenty six high schools on our school board, right? So I, I kind of network with a lot of other chaplaincy leaders. And one of the chaplains calls me up and he's like, You ever heard of the Catholic Man Show? I listen to them all the time. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna be like do it alive in like a week. And he goes, No way, tell him I say hi. <laughs> so it's even up here in Canada, man, it's uh it's reaching people. So praise God. Yeah, praise God. That's awesome. Yeah, man, what a glory story, though. Just you can see the movements of grace, you know, every step of the way. Yeah, yeah like the way the way that all got started was after we had the radio station, we were kind of thinking, looking at our lineup. And we realized, uh, well, we didn't have anything that was really specifically geared towards men, certainly not young men. Mm -hmm. um, and so we were just going to start a show for the Tulsa area that was just going to fill in that gap for us, right? Because the Tulsa radio station. 
Um, but then we started, and we own it, so we don't have to ask anybody right. to, yeah, exactly. to start a exactly. show. We can Our just, station. We can just do whatever do we want. Right? I don't care. It's going live right now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so we started it and uh, started putting it on a podcast, and it just we were like, in the beginning, it was hilarious. Every single day after we'd record, we'd go home to our wives and say like, someone in New Jersey they downloaded our pod. You know, they, they commented on our show today. It was crazy. They're in New Jersey, you know, and it was a, uh, you know, we, we were lucky because we got started kind of when podcasting was really uh, taking off, yeah, taking off. Yeah. Yeah. That was back in 2016. So that's when we started the, the show was in, okay. in 2016. And like you said, it's just really supposed to be a radio show. That right. we kind of grew up on the, you know, on the internet. And now it's more of like a podcast that's also a radio show. We're we're now on uh, like 25 different Catholic radio stations. Um, but but our, our main listenership is, is probably the podcast. But I think you're doing what evangelization is all about, though. It's kind of like as things evolve, right? You're adjusting to reaching where people listen, right? So it's like radio, podcasting. You're reaching more people, which is awesome. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's been a lot of fun, you know. And I, Dave, and I, uh, you know, we don't have uh, theology degrees. We don't have philosophy degrees. Yeah. Um, we're just a couple of dads who love the Lord and love uh, our wives and are trying to get uh, our families to heaven. Mm. Uh, so I think that people can relate to that because that's the majority of you know the laity. Uh, yes. You know, um, we talk about, you know, just kind of, kind of vulnerable sometimes just like, here's what we're struggling with. Here's what we're, you know, working through. Here's the, you know, I didn't even know there was a sub virtue to this, you know, virtue to go about this. Like, you know, we just kind yeah. of talk about it. And, uh, um, it's, I think also just because of our friendship, uh, that's, that's kind of, uh, what we hope at least, uh, is a, is a benefit for other people that they can look for other holy men or women uh, other holy friends to be with uh, yeah. to, to get them closer to heaven. Absolutely. So, Praise God, man. Yeah. What, I, I do have a question though. Like what, what really made you from college? Cause you said you were very apathetic to the faith, but then you started listening to Catholic radio. Was it, was it like Catholic answers that really just kind of lit that fire in both of you to really kind of go to the next level? Or like, what would you say really kind of, you should tell the father Larry Richard drew you closer to the Lord, man. Yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, it was Catholic answers. Uh, there was something that happened to me. So like there are several kind of moments in my life that are yeah. all, that all became linked together kind of in my turn to the faith. The first one was when I was a little boy. Um, my, I just remember, you know, like you just have these weird moments where it's like, I don't, you have this very strong memory. And I remember my dad at the table and we're eating dinner and he just kind of like stops and says like this makes a serious comment to us. And then, you know, we carried on regular after that. But he stopped and said, you know, nothing matters if you do not go to heaven. You know, and we were all like, I remember being just a little kid going like, yeah, dad, we're down. I get that. <laughs> and then um, like years later, him like kind of doing the same thing, saying, you know, basically saying the church is always right. Christ started the church and everything the church teaches is true because Christ, it's Christ's church, right? And he will not let his church fall into error. Um, and so 
those two things, you know, like playing themselves out later in my life with Catholic radio. So like Catholic answers, all of a sudden apologetics, you know, you're hearing a lot of this apologetics and those two, those two moments in my life were coming back to me. And I remember like my dad saying that, Oh yeah, the church is always right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's inerrant. You know, she's always correct in her teaching. Um, and then listening to Catholic answers, I realized, yeah, she is. And we can prove it. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not just like, Oh, just trust us. Okay. Trust. Right. No, Faith no, no. and reason. Right. Like exactly. Yeah. Every point is logical and is, um, you know, it's it's never just like, oh, well, it's a mystery. Just believe us, right? There are certainly mysterious things about the faith, but not when it comes to apologetics or the teaching, natural law, right? Like, these yeah. things are all based on logic. Um, and but, so, but even like the Eucharistic miracles, like you said it to a DNF forensic scientist, and they, they the findings that they come back, I'm just like, come on, people, wake up! More and more like science, like back in, so like we've been telling you guys this for a long time. Yeah, and Hello. You know, it's on us for not talking more about that because uh, it's it's science it's a proven like scientific miracle in today's you know like modern history, mm-hmm. uh, and so many people just don't know about it. And I think if they did, man, they'd have to really wrestle with it. That um, would probably be for many people the beginning of a journey to faith. I think so. Miracles, Wait, uh, but you know, Tom, Tom the Father Larry Richard. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. so I forgot about this in college. Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Squirrel. So, exactly. Squirrel. <laughs> uh, okay, so not in college. Before college, um, I was probably like 12. Adam and I used to go to this. Uh, well, we still do the Oklahoma Catholic Men's Conference down in Norman, Oklahoma, and Father Larry Richards came, and I don't know, I was like maybe 11 or 12. Um, and he gave this like really powerful talk about you know purity and chastity and mm-hmm. what it means to be a man. And it was I was just like at the right age, the the right you know frame of mind for that talk. So it really hit me hard. And I remember in his talk, he said, "So someday, if you don't believe me, and you go and you're living a life of sin, and you're laying awake at night wondering why you're not happy, I want you to hear my voice saying, I told you so.'" And it was sounds, nice. It sounds like father. <laughs> so fast forward years later in college, one night, I'm just like laying awake, wondering why I can't sleep. And all of a sudden I heard father Larry's voice in my head say, I told you so. And it was like, wake up. Crap. <laughs> and uh, so like I had several, I had moments like that throughout college where I'd make, you know, like an attempt of reversion, you know, like go to mass yep. or like, a couple of weeks before I got distracted again by my own sinfulness and after. Sure. Um, but like, you know, it's so beautiful for me personally, when I look back on it, it gives me such a profound sense of gratitude and just love for our, our, the mercy of our Lord that he was there with me the whole time, everything that was happening, you know, even the, the women I dated um, and, and like when those relationships and how they ended often was, uh, very pivotal in maintaining a, a friendship with him. So it, it's, he was just there. I mean, every, and everything happened, uh, you know, for a reason, not, not like, Oh, not like I wasn't a part of it. Right. I was 
kind of ruining it the whole way, you know, the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I just, it's, it's for me, I have a deep sense of gratitude looking back on, on, on the, the things I do not deserve, the mercy mm -hmm. he should not have given me, but he gave them to me anyway, you know? Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God for that. And I, and I think it just shows the glory of God even more so in the fact of like the system shutting down, not being able to answer the questions. It gets an extension to, I don't even have a theology degree, man. And yet millions of people are listening to this worldwide. And it's like, how, how do you pass that off as, as not God moving? You know, it's. Yeah. So one time, I'll just got to tell this story too. Um, we just started the station. Uh, you know, we have no idea what we're doing. We don't know anything about perfect, it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, regular guys and people start asking us these questions, like, "So, how does the radio station work?" And we're like, "I have no idea." <laughs> That's a good question. Let me we, write that down. I'll, I'll get back to you. We paid some yeah. money, and he put some like there's like computers and stuff in there, and I just I don't know. I turn it on in my car, just like you do. Um, so we're trying to learn a lot of things. Uh, we have no idea how to edit audio, you know, and like, we're trying to record commercials and make them not sound terrible. Um, and so I was getting overwhelmed. Right. And, yeah. uh, so Fair. I went forward with this like kind of list of demands. I said, okay, God, you want me to do this? Well, let me tell you what I need. All right. Because, uh, this is not working out for me. All right. I'm willing. <laughs> I'm willing. But I, like, you got to This is let me tell you what I need. And I said, I need somebody who um, like knows about radio, who can help us edit, um, who is like retired, like who can is, does not need to be paid. And like, that's what I need. And literally a week later, I get this email from a guy. Of course you did. It was also yeah. named Jeff, not the same Jeff, but a different Jeff, uh, who said like, hey, I just retired. I used to be a radio broadcast professor um, and I just became Catholic and I just figured you guys might need some help. I can, you know, I know all about everything. So like, and so we went out to lunch with him and he was just wow. like ready to, in fact, the guy we hired to build our station, he was his professor in college, right? So like he knows that, you know, everything. Um, the funny thing was that he was only like a volunteer or able to offer us any help for about a week because mm. yeah, a week after we had that lunch, he got offered this job he'd always wanted. Um, and so he said like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to do this. I actually don't have time to, I know we, I was going to help you out. Um, but when that happened, I had this, and this has not happened to me. Well, this might be the only time this has ever happened to me where I had a very profound sense of the meaning behind why something was happening. Um, but I just I just knew that this had happened so that God would tell me, um, look, I know that you think that you need these things. And because you asked them of me, I gave them to you. And now I'm mm -hmm. taking away so that, you know, I am already enough for you. You don't need anything else beyond what I have already given you. My grace is sufficient. You like, I will provide all that you need. Like just trust in me. And like when, I mean, I had this like very profound feeling and sense that like, this is why this happened. 
um, which man, I could feel the presence of God like crazy, even as you were just saying that right now, man. It's like, yeah. And it took you to, wild. I don't know, telling that story a hundred times before I could tell it without crying. Cause I used to always cry when I told that story just because it was so profound and, and like very, yeah. uh, but the, the Lord has truly been, he has worked very actively, very presently in all mm-hmm. of our endeavors with the radio station. It's, it's just something it's clearly his will. Um, at least for here in Tulsa, you know, and if it is, for here, I presume it probably is in other places too. Um, but, uh, you know, the Lord wants Catholic radio to exist. He wants it to be awesome. He doesn't want it to be lame. He wants yes. it to be um, and uh, beautiful. So man, I'm so glad you, you added that story in, man. Cause it, it was, it was even speaking to me tonight. So thank you. Powerful, powerful words. Yeah. All right, friends, everyone who is tuning in, thank you so much for being here. If you've got any questions for Adam and David, feel free to hit the question button. We'll try to tackle some of your questions. Um, one of the questions came in throughout the week, so I always post the question sticker. So everybody uh, from the Yes Catholic family kind of ask questions that they were kind of interested in. So the first one that came in was, what's your favorite topic to speak about on the air? Mine's friendship. I, I mean, I, I, I just... Th- um, the the uh, older I become, the more I, I've realized the the importance of, fr- of friendship and uh, the communion of the saints. That we're all one body of Christ, and like what mm-hmm. that really means, like it, like in our role, and so you know, for for my salvation, for his salvation, for your salvation, um, that we all have this responsibility to each other to love one another, and by loving one another, it's we're willing the good for you and the good for you is our Lord and your final destiny, which is heaven. And so, um, friendship is like one of my favorite things, friendship and leisure. Those are the two things that I love talking about. Mine is, is definitely prayer. Um, when I did Exodus 90, well, three years ago now, Mm -hmm. three years. Yeah. Three years ago. Um, for the first time, I think we did the same year. (laughs) Oh, nice. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I realized that even though I had a, a you know structured prayer life, I was you know had the discipline of praying every day, right? Um, I wasn't actually praying. Um, having that like twenty minutes of silent contemplative prayer, mm-hmm. um, uh, I mean, I will have a, a forever an eternal debt to Exodus ninety and the the men who started it, just because they taught me how to they taught me how to really pray. Wow. Uh, having that discipline and. Now, as the years have gone on, I've maintained that every day, right? Like that, that mm-hmm. was, that is the essential thing about the Christian life that yeah. if, you are, if you're not praying every day, then you're not really a Christian, you know, like um, you might be in a state of uh, grace, you might go to church, you know, but having a relationship with Christ is what mm-hmm. makes, okay, you could have been, yeah, great. You were baptized. You might've received your sacraments. You might be like, mechanically going through the the motions but if you aren't praying every day then you're not really a christian i mean like think about being married and not speaking to your spouse every day um it's like yeah technically are you married yes but like really like you're not like living a marriage right so the having a prayer life the more and more i've you know, like thought about it and like the deeper it's had an impact in my life, the more I've realized that this is the essential thing. And especially for people in ministry roles. In fact, I will tell you, you have no business 
being in any form of ministry if you don't have a prayer life. It's prideful, and you could be doing a lot of damage to the people you're trying to help. I think about it all the time, man, being in ministry. Like, trying to do ministry, not praying, is basically like trying to drive a car with no gas. I mean, you could, you could, you could try to move that car, put a neutral and push it up a hill. It's going to be exhausting. You put the gas in there. That's right. The car works. Yeah. The car works. And you're going to be, you're going to be getting to your destination a lot faster. So there's an old adage, old Catholic adage. You cannot give what you do not have. If you do not have a relationship with Christ, you cannot give a relationship with Christ to anybody. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just that. So that's my, that's my favorite thing to talk about. That was your question. Yeah. Favorite topic, prayer. That's mine. Well said. All right. What is your hope for men in the Catholic Church? Heaven. Yes. And a lot of offspring. <laughs> Be fruitful. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's just you know they uh, to live your Catholic faith you have to you know what is your vocation especially to married men your vocation is to your wife first yeah. and foremost. Um, so uh, to love your wife as Christ loved the church and then uh, raise your children in the church and give them as much of the faith that you can, um, especially with, in prayer. You know, like the more you study virtue, the more you like get to know the saints, uh, the more you realize like being a man, like, okay, everybody knows, yeah, men are powerful, right? We're called like, this is one of the things about us is that we're given this power. It was mm -hmm. a, it's a physical reality, it's a, but it's also a spiritual reality. Um, and like the more you, you learn virtue and, the, and like the more you try to build virtue, um, the more you realize like how noble that calling is and um, how peaceful it is to have those powers. Virtue literally means power, right? Um, the powers of man is what virtue means. So that's right. Uh, so is it, when you like start to build virtues, and I don't say this as if like, oh, I'm some bastion of virtue. But, um, I've like tried to get at least one. Um, and It's a work in progress. <laughs> and it, let me tell you, it's humility. Yeah. That's what it is. It, my humility is known worldwide, you know. Incredibly <laughs> it makes me think. So I just finished the, the Be Healed book by Dr. Bob Schutz. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've, if you've had the opportunity yet. But so basically he sits down. And he's basically like, I want to, he, he tells a nun. He's like, I want to get over pride. And she totally laughs out loud at him. And she goes, that's prideful even saying that. <laughs> Which I think is so amazing, right? Because you basically have to beg God to, to give you humility, right? Right. Yeah. Well, he's going to really love my new book that should be coming out next year, How to Conquer Pride in Seven Steps and How I Did It in Three. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. You had somebody in the comments actually say, what are you drinking tonight? So, uh, Oh, this is what Adam is drinking. Yeah. Regiliki. Okay. It's a Speyside Scotch, 13-year Speyside Scotch. Uh, what am I? I'm drinking this. What do you got going? Uh, Dave, you're drinking the... I don't remember which one you poured. We got a couple of them back there. Oh, Ben Reich. Oh, Ben Reich. We have a, like, we have a, a whole little shelf back there that... There it is. Oh, awesome. So anyway, that's fun. Um, okay. Last, last question of the night. Okay. Advice on how to live your Catholic faith as a man in 2022. 
listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I would say um, order your life. You need a well-ordered life. Um, and as a man, one of the things you're called to do is offer sacrifice. And that means you should be fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not married and, and you're pursuing the vocation of marriage, even if you don't have um, a bride in mind, uh, you should be fasting for her now. Um, one, of, one of the things like advice I will give to women is that if you're dating a man and he, if he cannot fast for you, do not marry him. You should, a woman should never marry a man who cannot fast for her. Also, if, if he's not going to be able to miss a meal, you think he's going to be able to do something harder? Like when you guys start having children, you think he's going to be able to do harder things than like skip lunch? Okay. So uh, like men should be able to fast. Um, and he should, he should be, every man should be a man of fasting and prayer. That doesn't mean like, oh, you need to live this incredibly austere, ascetic life, like in mm-hmm. a cave, but like pick a day. Pick a day and you're going to fast on that day every day for the rest of your life. Um, and if, if it's like your birthday on that day, okay, like you don't have to be scrupulous. Like, great, have cake, even though it's Wednesday and you decided Wednesday is the day you're going to fast. Like, that's fine. But uh, like in general, have a day mm-hmm. that you're going to fast. Um, and like every day you can pick something to fast for, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. we should be living. Um, lives of penance in reparation for the sins of the world that's our mm-hmm. you know like men are the priests of the world even if we're not ordained priests priest uh, prophet king that's mm-hmm. right that's right so like that's what i would say that's how you do it be a man of whose life is well ordered and i think for so many of us and i really i'm talking to myself the things that are disordered in in me are my appetites okay mm-hmm. so it's by fa- like fasting is the kind of thing i think it's certainly what I need, but I think that I'm not unique in that way, especially when it comes for men that right. are, our appetites are problems for us. Right. And so, um, we need to be harnessing them. And, and when we can, uh, it's it, once again, you get back to like this, this power and strength that just it, like talking about next level, next level manliness. Right. Yeah. And I've said it before on other shows, but it's, when you start doing it, you will realize how connected the body and the soul really is to each other. I mean, like when you start exercising and fasting on a regular basis, like all of a sudden denying sins, right? It, you're strengthened right. in that, right? Totally. It's, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Powerful. Powerful. Um, on that note, I just want to thank you guys so much for your yes to Jesus and his church. It's so inspiring. Uh, the Catholic Man Show, you're reaching just millions of people all over the world. If people want to connect connect and learn more about what you got going on, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, they can go to thecatholicmanshow.com. Uh, we just released a book with our wives uh, from Ascension yep. Press. Uh, it, so you can get there from thecatholicmanshow.com or just go to the Ascension Press. Um, it, it goes through basically how to build a domestic church. So if you are... Um, you know, building your domestic church currently and, and wanting to get more order in your life, uh, like Dave was just talking about, uh, we, we, you know, that the, we wrote that book for you um, and we wrote it with our wives. So it's a, it's a husband, you know, husband and wife, male and female perspectives. Um, so you can go check that out. It's called Living Beyond Sunday, Making Your Home a Holy Place. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'll be sure to put it in the Instagram stories with the link so people can check it out if they want to. 
I just want to thank you guys so much for uh, joining tonight. It was a lot of fun. Uh, would you be able to close us in prayer tonight? Sure. In the name of the Father awesome. and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we come tonight in thanksgiving for all the many blessings and gifts that you've given us. Uh, we give you thanks so much for the gift of your, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Word made flesh, the Logos. He is one that brings us to right reason, and we desire him uh, in all that we do. Uh, we ask for the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, who loves us so much and wants to bring us to him. Uh, we ask this through your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the ministry, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or please leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest stories, you can follow us on Instagram at yes.catholic and visit our website, yescatholic.com. If you have benefited from Yes Catholic, please consider joining our Patreon community. Visit patreon.com slash yescatholic. I would like to thank our current patrons for your ongoing prayers, support, and contributions that have helped Yes Catholic reach thousands of souls all over the world each week. 1 Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to make a defense to anyone who calls you to account for the hope that is in you. You have a story. Don't be afraid to share the good news of how Jesus Christ has moved in your life with a family member, friend, or colleague. Give Jesus your yes every single day and watch the ripple effect of the gospel. Join us next week. The journey continues right here at Yes Catholic.